Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. The 529 you know, education savings plan or, and the Coverdell are another form of these educational savings plans. I mean, just because they're called that doesn't mean you need to do that, right? Just like a retirement account, you don't need to save within a retirement account to save for your retirement, right? And I think that's where, where a lot of people get these things mixed up. Uh, for a lot of folks in my community and myself included, we save money for retirement for fun things, for vacations, for education for our kids, but it doesn't necessarily need to be in one of these types of accounts. Today, we're gonna to talk about the pros and cons of a 529 plan and why I don't really like these things. But the first thing here is like, well, what's a 529 plan? So a 529 plan is sort of like a 401k. It's sort of a tax sheltered account that people will use for educational expenses for their kids or maybe themselves going to higher education like getting college. So, you know, it's just like a 401k, like you put money in and it grows tax-free. Sounds great. Uh, if you go look at some of the older videos, uh, definitely not stuff that I see a lot of the wealthy and stuff I don't do myself because the problem is you're investing in the cafeteria of bad options. And when I mean bad options, a lot of these Wall Street companies, these brokerages, they make a lot of fees and a lot of hidden fees that you don't see. And you know, this is where when I started investing in real estate, I realized that I was making you know three, four, five times that than what I was making in my 401k account. And this is where I realized that you know these are retail investments. You know, it's like going to Saks Fifth spending 35 bucks on a V-neck T-shirt that you can go to Taiwan and get for three bucks, right? So I don't know about you guys, but I don't shop retail and I don't invest retail while most people are getting rich off my back. So the 529 plan is great in, in theory, but I think what the, my biggest beef with it is that you're investing in these retail investment products. Most times, you know, people open up these 529 accounts as something that they're they feel guilty, right? They're like, well, I need to save up for my kid's college. And, you know, again, this is where a lot of bad financial advice is out there. The 529 you know, education savings plan or, and the Coverdell are another form of these educational savings plans. I mean, just because they're called that doesn't mean you need to do that, right? Just like a retirement account, you don't need to save within a retirement account to save for your retirement. Right? And I think that's where, where a lot of people get these things mixed up. Uh, for a lot of folks in my community and myself included, we save money for retirement, for fun things, for vacations, for education for our kids, but it doesn't necessarily need to be in one of these types of accounts. Another thing I don't like about these 529 plans is once you put the money in, you're kind of stuck to what you can use the money for. Um, you can go to the IRS website, check up all the things that are eligible, but essentially, you know, the money is kind of earmarked for higher education expenses. And it is a broad term, but what if you don't have kids and they just don't want to go to college? Well, you've kind of lost all that benefit uh, because now that money can only be used for that type of stuff. Again, you know, this is why I invest cash and don't do any retirement accounts or 529 plans 
is I just invest cash, invest in real estate where I don't pay taxes anyway because the passive losses from the investments typically offset most of my gains, thus negating the needs for to being in a tax sheltered account to begin with. So if you're a new parent out there, you know, you're probably hearing, you're probably getting guilt tripped into this 529 plan. And yeah, you should save for your kid's college, right? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of college these days, but you know, statistics show that you do get paid more um, out of college, but that's another video for another day. But you know, that doesn't mean that you need to use one of these vehicles, right? You can still invest in stocks, mutual funds. I'm not a big fan of those and you can still invest in real estate without having these vehicles. Again, this is the way to think about it. These plans are kind of like vehicles. You can still get to where you're going by you taking a different vehicle, right? And that vehicle that I personally use is just investing cash on the side. Now let's talk about another cool vehicle that I see a lot of people doing, um, which combines a concept called infinite banking. If you guys wanna learn more about this topic, go to simplepassivecashflow.com banking. But it's just this concept using whole life insurance, which, you know, if you go and watch and Google all these videos from the main gurus out there, like Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, et cetera, they're all talking about like how whole life is the devil. But, you know, here, you know, the way your rich uncle uses it and a lot of wealthy people use it is very differently than how the average people use it. Again, check out the info page, but the reason why we're using it for education savings is you can put money away and it's there, right? Nothing is more conservative and secure than life insurance. The companies that back these, these contracts are some of the most securest uh, institutions out there. A lot of these guys have been there prior to the Civil War and still paying distributions and dividends to their, their clients throughout that time. So what a lot of my clients will do is they'll start one of these infinite banking or whole life life insurances. They'll put a bunch of money in and they will take the money and take a loan from it and invest it and grow that money um, on the side so that when the kid is finally time to go to college, that cash value has accumulated throughout the years. And when it grows in this account, it grows tax-free, which is the same thing of a 529 or a 401k or an IRA, right? It has that same tax saving component, but the difference is the freedom, the freedom to do what you want with the money. With the 529, you're stuck paying for different types of educational things. Uh, with the retirement, you're stuck until your retirement age of the 65 to 70 year time. A health savings account, you're stuck paying for only health expenses. But if I put money into my infinite banking account, IBC for short, then I can use it for anything and I have that freedom to do what I want with it. So again, you know, that's another tip what the wealthy do. If, if you guys want to learn more about these things, um, make sure you guys drop a comment below. Uh, we try and answer all the comments. And if there's enough comments, we'll probably make a new video in the future and something, another question you guys have. But, um, but yeah, a great example, folks you guys sent in about this 529 question because there's a lot of bad financial advice out there. And you know, it's just one of those things that people are so emotional about, right? Kids and family and everybody feels like they have a freaking opinion about it. But you know, only listen to those people who've kind of proven um, their expertise and kind of gotten there is what I say. But we'll see you guys next time. Rich Uncle out. Bye.
Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.